Hey y'all. Uh, it's uh, May 8th, Monday, May 8th, and you're listening to El Chuqueño Presents Almost Live from Big D's Party Palace. I am here with Fernie G. Howdy. Ben Ami. Howdy. And my name is Rich Wright. And it's uh, the Monday after the election, after the Charter Amendment election, it's the Monday hangover day for... Uh, the smoke all, is cleared. Yeah, the smoke has cleared, more or less, right? We can see through the fog of war now. And, uh, well, how did the, how did the uh, props go? Let's see. Uh, yeah, we proposition A, which one was? 11 total props 11 to, to remind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, and the famous Prop K, we're going to get to that later. Uh, proposition A, what was that? Prop the first thing we were like, housekeeping. High, yeah, high level. This authorized city reps to hire their own staff. Right, and we thought that that's a no-brainer. We were right? in favor. It fell 57% to 42%. So that means that uh, city staff has uh, moles from the city manager's office mm-hmm. working. I mean, the city... Uh, the city representatives have the city manager's moles working for them, controlling mm-hmm. the kind of information they get and f- uh, f- coloring the uh, the decisions that the representatives mm-hmm. make. And uh, surprisingly, that one didn't pass. Yeah, maybe since we're going to get a new city manager, maybe there's hope that <laughs> this next one is going to be... You know, maybe a little more transparent. Right. Fifty-seven uh, percent um, against and forty-two percent for, and that's weird because uh, nobody even uh, you didn't see any campaign, any material on that at all. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. Uh, how about Proposition B? Proposition B that authorized city council to lease property for forty years or less by resolution or ordinance. And the recommendation from Community First Coalition was a no, and it indeed fell. 59.9% to 40%. 60% to 40%. Pretty, pretty, so, pretty, pretty good. We don't need to. Yeah. And that was, a rec- I think, across the board. I believe Max Grossman was also against it. Community First was also against it. That was just unanimous. Although you still had a lot of people who were for it. I mean, 40% is uh-huh. a good chunk, so... And uh, Prop C, um, rescheduling rescheduling meetings uh, for holidays. Prop C passed sixty three percent to thirty. Right, overwhelmingly 36%. passed. Yeah, good. So, and uh, moving right along. Prop D authorizes the mayor to cancel meetings due to an emergency. CFC recommended yes, and it also passed by a lot, by seventy one percent to twenty eight percent. Right. Uh, and uh, Proposition E, what was Proposition E? E eliminates obsolete provisions and aligns with state law. CFC recommended yes, and it also passed. Yeah, I think that was... 66% to 33%. I think that was like uh, they let the city post their required notices on the internet mm-hmm. instead of coming out print. on print. You know, We might not even have print in El Paso mm-hmm. after a while, except for maybe El Paso, Inc., El Paso's business newsletter. Uh, so where are we at? Proposition F? Proposition F removes requirement for a second petition in citizens' initiative process. Right. CFC recommended this be a yes. And I believe 
Grossman was a no, if I remember. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong, Max. I'm sure you will. No, Max. Max was against that, uh, and it, it was that one was a, a close one. It was 48 percent in favor, 51.9 percent against. So right, right. Uh, pretty, pretty dang close. You know that was some of the critics. Uh, Max Grossman, for instance, said they were afraid that there would get up, there would be a lot of petitions, and it would clutter up. The whole election process, you know, I'm I'm all for cluttering up the whole election process. I'm all for cluttering up government. You know, let's 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 do it like uh, the Italians do it. Have four hundred political parties and you know, <laughs> little coalitions that all have yeah, to little get coalitions together. like that. Uh, Prop G. G. Um, was a civil service commission to reflect diversity of community and city workforce. This is one where we kind of weren't exactly sure what that meant in a city like ours. Uh, CFC recommended yes. G fell 53% to 46%. Wow. And uh, Prop H. Prop H. H was uh, streamlines process giving more authority to HR department. Um CFC recommended no here. Um, it would be a less restriction um, and wouldn't improve the hiring or promotion process. And Prop H fell 58% to 41%. So up till now, how are, how are we doing on the scorecard there for CFC, for the Community First Coalition? They've, uh, they're about even? Let's see. Let me do a refresher here. Seems like it was... So they were no on... B, which was correct. So, let's see. They're O for one, one and one. Well, we'll, we'll get back to that. How about a uh, prop I? Prop I was the one where they're gonna mm-hmm. take the the ceiling and make it the floor for. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when you saw a lot of campaigning around too, eliminating police and fire department pension cap. Right. So it was, it was making the cap the floor. Right. Like you said, eighteen percent. Uh, right, eighteen percent. Before, it was uh, the city could contribute no more than eighteen percent to the uh, police and fire pension fund, and now they can contribute no less than eighteen percent. Mm-hmm. And the police union said, "Oh no, it's not going to raise pra- it's not going to raise taxes, taxes, you know, which it has to raise or there's no, it cannot do anything but raise taxes. Yeah, it's not going to raise taxes. It's just going to mean fewer services for other parts of the city. <laughs> I'm, I'm, co- I'm, I'm right. I joke a little. Right. Um, so yeah, CFC recommended no, and it did pass fifty nine percent to forty percent. Prop I. Right. For yeah. Yeah, well, those uh, those uh, firefighters and policemen they they vote in bulk. They vote mm-hmm. as a union. And Prop J, Prop J, um, created or the city auditor or requires the city auditor to report to city council instead of the city manager. CFC recommended to vote yes, and it passed. Uh, right, but 55-44. It wasn't one of those yeah. big margins, but still healthy. Right, well, that only makes sense, so, you know. Get the auditor report to city council mm-hmm. instead of letting the city manager 
sweep it under the rug. And now, Proposition K, the climate charter, which was hotly debated, and it was the one that got all the voters out. Good turnout for the uh, election, though, right? 50 grand? 50,000 people showed up for the election. 53,212 ballots were cast. I mean, that's uh, 11%, which is good for an off-year election in El Paso. So, yeah, so a lot of people came out because they were really uh, motivated to vote on Proposition K, the climate charter. And uh, I was surprised. I didn't expect Proposition K to pass, but I didn't expect it to get slaughtered, you know? And it got Mm -hmm. slaughtered 82% to 18%, four to one. Wow. Mm -hmm. So uh, you went to the uh, climate charter election night watch Mm -hmm. party, right? Over there at Hoppy Mm -hmm. Monk, where they have have solar panels. Um, And what was the mood there? Well, as you might expect, I mean... um, you know, I missed the speeches that happened at seven o'clock sharp, or right around there, and uh, the fight continues for them. You know, this right. isn't the end. We still have, uh, you know, pollution and all that that we they're going to be pollution. fighting. Um, you know, personally, I would look at. You know, this isn't a capitalistic. You know, we don't have that competition for for that they're a protected mon- monopoly and i'm curious to see if if that was removed could we have some more companies who are more geared towards those renewables then for those people who they can vote with their dollars and support a company that would produce electricity through renewable uh a friend of mine jerry kate was talking about these mini grids that uh i think jerry said that they have uh have them in minnesota where you put uh, solar panels on a bunch of houses in like a neighborhood, you know, and they're all linked. Mm-hmm. And maybe that would be an all alternate source of electricity for us. Maybe, uh, you know, solar panels and batteries are developing every day, every week. Maybe uh, pretty soon we'll have to, we'll be able to have our own electricity, generate our own electricity for every house. Right now, we have that onerous policy from the electric company, whereas if you have solar panels, you still pay the minimum bill. You still pay a minimum bill, 22 bucks or something like that, mm. you know, which is, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I think... 30 I, bucks, no matter what. I think El Paso is the only city in the country that has that the only i mean new mexico didn't let el paso electric get away with it there el paso electric Mm -hmm. serves uh, el paso and new mexico and uh new mexico voted that one down they did not Mm -hmm. let the el paso electric company start charging people el paso electric company's reasoning is that well even if you have solar panels you're still using the distribution lines when it's cloudy or night or something, you know, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Seems like a ripoff to me. 
Why should we be the only ones that have to pay it? Right. I'm also curious about El Paso Electric's goal of their renewable goal by 2030 and 2045. You know, you can go back into their, you can read the receipts and see that they're buying most of their solar uh, right right now. So what's more expensive uh, to make it yourself or buy it? And I would say long-term making it ourselves would be cheaper than going into the market and, and buying it. Also, El Paso Electric has that thing where if you have solar panels on your roof and you're generating more electricity than you're using, they will pay you the least they pay for anything. Mm-hmm. The least to generate electricity. Whatever they pay per kilowatt hour to generate electricity, they'll pay you, if you have solar panels, they'll pay you uh the, as little as they can, as little as they pay for anything. And um, instead of just, you know, running the meter backwards or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, it's some complicated math deal. So looking at the margin of the for and against, it was about a four to one right uh, vote. But when you look at the amount of money spent, it was about 12 to one. Um, yeah, the by, people against. So. By my math, it was about $25 per vote. Right. And the uh, for the against and for was about two dollars per vote, and I think there was a concern that uh, Prop K proponents were this out of town group coming in and trying to tell us what to do. But uh, I mean, if you look at those dollars spent and raised, the out of town group spent way more money coming into town and right. Trying You're to talking tell us about to Consumer Energy Alliance or whatever it's called. Yeah, all those they um. Uh-huh. They're an out-of-town group. They're out-of-town group. So, yeah, they spent close to, or raised close to, I think it was $548,000, if, uh, if memory serves. But, um, so looking down at the tally, unless you want to keep talking about fundraising. Now, I want to talk about those goddamn liars <laughs> who were opposing Prop K, saying it's going to cost automatically $9 billion, you know? Which, that would only be if the city council decided to buy El Paso Electric, right? So, I don't know. It's still up in the air, the whole thing. It's uh, uncool. That's, that's what really offended me. That's what pushed me off the fence to support Prop K was their bald-faced lies, you know? You know, I, I suppose the city, without a proposition, still can still implement some of these things. I mean, they can set an energy goal. It just wouldn't be in the charter. What? Well, they were talking. The city said, oh, we've already got some kind Prop, of resolution or something. Prop C from last year. Prop C? Do you know five, what that was, five million bucks. You know, let me, let me see if I can find it. Prop C from the this was the 2022 election. So, a yes vote supported issuing 5.2 million dollars in bonds for renewable energy and resource use efficiency improvements and planning, and requiring a tax sufficient to make repayments for the bond. So. 
Yeah, what does that really mean for improving renewable energy in El Paso? That's why Prop K was maybe a little more aggressive than people were comfortable with, you know, putting actual goals in. You know, it's like, right, who knows what that five million bucks can be used for, you know, is... uh... Right. Oh. Man, we're... uh... We're really hurting. El Paso City government is really hurting. And I was really encouraged to go to the Financial Oversight and Audit Committee meeting last Thursday. And uh, it really looked like the four members of the FOAC got their heads in the right places. It was uh, Brian Kennedy is the chair. And then it was... uh, Alexandra Anello, uh, Joe Molinar, and Art Fierro are the mm-hmm. four members of the FOAC, and they uh, they were ruthless. You know, you should have seen a uh, old Joe Molinar talking to Edmundo Calderon, who is the city's auditor. And he, uh, it looked like he looked like a prosecuting attorney when he was talking mm-hmm. to him. What were they? What were they talking about? What was on the agenda? Well, they were talking about Gassandra. Oh, yeah, the city's gas cards and um, Cassandra Hernandez, representative, District Three representative Cassandra Hernandez, has uh. Well, she got drilled. She was sixty-seven hundred bucks in uh, gas. She used on the on was that the, last year. Yeah, twenty twenty-two. Yeah, that was twenty twenty-two. She rang up uh, sixty-seven hundred dollars in gas charges and uh, for gasoline for her car. And you know those those cards they gave them was supposed to be so that if they had to drive out to uh, a community meeting or something like that it was supposed to be uh free. sparingly maybe yeah well i you mean just say. to her legitimate city business okay. and it came out that uh one of the cards was used while she was in a uh city council meeting the january 3rd city council meeting which <laughs> was a, a meeting. right it was a a marathon meeting it was a 12-hour meeting and her card was used at 5 12 p.m when she was in executive session oh dang you know mm. how does that happen yeah how does that happen huh mm. no i think she was letting her uh fiance or husband something, something like uh, who is uh jeremy jordan Who's a political operative? He lobbied for the uh, police and firemen's union. Oh yeah, so uh, he's a political mm-hmm. operative, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure it was him. You know. Well, there were several instances where the card was used two days in a row. I mean, for right. like a full, like a lot like of gas, full thing, not right. like. Hey, I'm going to throw eight bucks in just to, you know, get to this meeting. It was... Okay, maybe, maybe this is what happened. Maybe uh, 
Cassandra picked up some constituents, picked up a case of beer, you know, and mm-hmm. drove around Loop 375 all the way around the cities talking with her constituents, right. you know. So, you know, maybe she used that much gas that way, you know. True. Power cruise. True. Going on a power cruise, you know, so. Yeah, that's a few-hour drive, right, to make the whole loop? Yeah. So yeah, pretty, probably know. a good use of time meeting, you know, having a two, two she, to three-hour discussion. It came out It came out Very. in the uh, in the meeting, the FOAC meeting, that she drives a van. So oh, there could have been eight okay. constituents in the van while yeah. she was out driving around, oh, you cool. know. So that could have happened, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We weren't invited we should talk to Cassandra and ask her if we cannot do a El Chicano Presents almost live from her van while she's doing the power cruise, you know. Cool. Why not? Crack some beers, yeah. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. To uh, maybe to add a, a little insult to injury. On her Facebook page, she's giving away uh, $50 fuel cards. $50 fuel to, cards. To 10 lucky winners. Wow, that's 500 rats. Wow. But fear not, Rich. No city funds were used to purchase the fuel cards. So, <laughs> Well, that's good. That's good. So, yeah. She's trying to uh, own it. She's going right. to try it and make Gassandra... A positive thing. Right. I'm Cassandra, and I give away gas. <laughs> hey, maybe she needs a hookup with the citizen. What was the the folks who gave money to the prop against Prop K? The Consumer uh, Energy. Consumer Energy. Dollars? Man, she needs a. Maybe right. she has a new donor. Maybe she met them this right. year. Well, you can, know, if you she know. did, it'll show up on the. Uh, if she got some money, it'll show up yeah. on the uh, agenda, the city Perfect. council agenda. How about that? Yeah. Well, uh, Wednesday, we're going to get uh, Samantha Singleton from the Border Network, Network for Human Rights. And she's talking about, she has a uh, survey out for the selection of the new police chief. They've already mm. formed some kind of search committee for the new police chief. And we'll get her to talk about it all here next Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know, you know. Really, uh, the newest thing is uh, the end of Title 42. Title mm-hmm. 42 and uh, all the migrants who are stuck in Juarez are going to uh, start being processed coming into the United States, whereas they've been excluded by Title 42 under the guise of public health but that ends Mm -hmm. thursday so uh we're already we already have a humanitarian crisis with the migrants coming in you know and Mm -hmm. uh it's uh where do you think it's gonna go rich all these people flooding in well you're already seeing it oh yeah in my neighborhood you're already seeing uh people with backpacks and Homeless people walking on the street because the all the homeless shelters are, are full. So mm-hmm. there are you're getting a lot of homeless people walking on the street, walking around here. I mean, this weekend I was uh, driving around my neighborhood and 
um, the only people on the street were homeless people. You know, uh, I, they mm-hmm. looked like they were homeless. You know, I mean, it could could be a fashion choice. You know, but mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think what's frustrating for me is that those politicians who are they're using our city as a prop, All right? Where they could pro- provide a little more funding and support. It's not our fault that this is happening. I mean, America, if, if we're, uh, you know, the shining city on a hill. Right. And you want people to come here, pe- people that we need to come and work. Right. You know, help us out a little bit. You know, right. Well, Ted, this is Ted Cruz. <laughs> this is obviously a conversation for another day. And we've re- about reached our limit today on time. You know, I know you guys are probably yawning. and Maybe some of you have already fallen asleep. I understand that some people used... Uh, El Chuqueño presents almost live to uh, put their babies to sleep at night. They just turn it on, you know, and go to the kitchen and make some margaritas or something like that. Yeah. Might work for that, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're signing off now. Thanks for stopping by. We're here with El Chuqueño presents almost live from Big D's Party Palace. I'm here with Fernie G. Ben Ami. Y'all have a good one. And my name is Rich Wright, and we'll be back real soon. Thank you for your participation.